Then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated, so also the fish, as much as they wanted. When they were satisfied, he told his disciples, gather up the fragments left over so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up, and from the fragments of the five loaves left by those who had eaten, they filled 12 baskets. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they began to say, this is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. Please pray with me. Dear God in heaven, as we do every single week, every time we come together, we ask you to be here with us. May my words be your words, all of our thoughts, your thoughts. Pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. It didn't really register to me until we were reading the readings this morning, just sort of what an all-star lineup of famous church readings we have um, assigned for us this morning. We have the beginning of the um, David and Uriah story where he sort of sets him up to be killed. That'll come to fruition soon. We have um, Jesus walking on the water, but of course... None of these are what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about, the most important thing to think of today is that it's only five days until the next Mission Impossible movie comes out. (laughs) This is the critical piece of information that we all need to have. I'm a a Mission Impossible um, fan is not nearly a strong enough word. I own all of the ones, even the sort of not that great Mission Impossible 2 which I admit is not that great, but which features a really cool line right at the beginning, which I wanted to share with you this morning. In Mission Impossible 2, Anthony Hopkins is the sort of mission commander guy, and he is telling Ethan Hunt, played by Tom Cruise, his mission. And after Cruise complains that the mission sounds difficult, Anthony Hopkins has this great line. He says, Mr. Hunt, this isn't mission difficult. It's mission impossible. Difficult should be a walk in the park for you. And of course, as in all mission impossible films and TV shows, the mission does actually just turn out to be very difficult rather than impossible because as usual, the IMF and Ethan Hunt win the day, right? It's never actually impossible, it's just really, really hard. And I feel like this is an interesting thing. And we sort of see the world in this Mission Impossible way, right? Even in a movie called Mission Impossible, the mission isn't actually impossible. Nothing's impossible, Tom Cruise can do anything. I I believe this is true in real life too. This is sort of, this is how we look at the world, though. We think that many things are very difficult, but we think that the impossible is rare. We think that many things are difficult, but that few things are impossible. But what I want to suggest to you this morning is that exactly the opposite is true. That almost anything that is really worth something is impossible. Anything that's really valuable is impossible. We'll get 
back to that, for now, I want to talk for a moment about the feeding of the 5,000, a truly impossible mission. You all know the story. Jesus and his disciples are out teaching and healing, and the crowd that is following them is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger as they do more and more amazing things. Philip, in fact, says it'll take six months' wages to purchase enough food for everyone to just get a little bit. And that is a big crowd. But Jesus tells his disciples to sort of do an inventory of whatever foodstuffs they can find, and all they come up with is five loaves and two fish. And then Jesus looks up to heaven, thanks the Lord for the food, and distributes it amongst the people. And everyone eats and is filled, and there are 12 baskets of leftovers collected at the end of the meal. You know the story backwards and forwards, but the thing that gets me about it every time I read it is Jesus is looking up to heaven to give thanks before the food is multiplied. Maybe that's a no-brainer for you. In fact, most of us give thanks in some form before we eat a meal. We call it saying grace. But how many of you would think to say grace or to give thanks before a meal that did not have enough food for your family? Now, I might say a prayer before such a meal, but it wouldn't be a prayer of thanks. I'd pray to ask for more food, please. But Jesus actually gives thanks even though what he's been given is insufficient. Right? He's got five loaves and two fish for 5,000 people. Jesus, of course, has so much confidence in God's ability to provide, God's ability to make the impossible possible, that he actually gives thanks before he has enough food to feed everyone. But we're not, you know, off the deep end. We at least do pray. We at least involve the Lord for the most part when we eat. <coughs> Pardon me. We know that for a situation like this, five loaves, two fishes, 5,000 people, we know that God has got to get involved. We'd admit that, right? This is an impossible situation. Better call on the big guy. And look what happens. Five loaves and two fish feed 5,000 with no problem. And in fact, there are 12 baskets of leftovers. That's our powerful God at work, finding a way to make the impossible possible. And everything's great. But there is a little problem. You see, like I said before, we think that the impossible is really rare. Like this story, we approach our lives day to day as though they're merely difficult. Love your neighbor. Well, that's difficult, but possible. Honor your father and mother. Difficult, but possible. Treat the incredibly annoying person in your life with patience. Difficult, but possible. Turn that frown upside down. Difficult, but possible. Don't be so uptight. Difficult, possible. Until we try to actually do these things, 
right, until we actually try to decide not to be angry when we're angry, until we, de- we try to decide not to be stressed when we're stressed, until we try to actually love our neighbor who is being unlovable. It turns out that these things are impossible. It turns out that the impossible is every day. Try loving your neighbor when they're doing something hateful. Impossible. Try just deciding to relax when the situation is stressful. Impossible. Impossible is everywhere. And the terrible result of going through our lives thinking that all the obstacles we face are merely difficult is that we try to handle them on our own. We think we'll reserve God's help for the impossible stuff, like feeding 5,000 on five loaves and two fish. These things we deal with, that's just difficult. So we're going to handle it on our own. You think your life is hard? I've got worse news for you than that. Your life is impossible. You think parenting is hard? No. Parenting is impossible. For you to have a good relationship with somebody you don't like, it's not hard. It's impossible. God has to get involved. For brothers and sisters to reconcile, God has to get involved. To be in a relationship with any other human being, God has to get involved. To love, to truly love another person, a miracle is required. God has to get involved. You see, we don't need a miracle once in a blue moon just when 5,000 need to eat and all we've got to feed them is five loaves and two fish. We need a miracle every single day. We need a miracle right now. That's what we come together every week to ask for and then to celebrate. We gather in this room and say together, God, my life is impossible. The parents this morning who presented that beautiful child for baptism are feeling this more acutely than any one of us, right? Will you be responsible for seeing that the child you present is brought up in the Christian faith and life? Impossible. Will you, by your prayers and witness, help this child to grow into the full stature of Christ? Impossible. You should feel it too, just by the way. Will you proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ? Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? Impossible. So what do we say? I will with God's help. I'd like to whisper the I will and shout the with God's help. Because every day, we wake up with an impossible mission. Unlike Ethan Hunt and the IMF, our mission is actually impossible. And we will fail. Be a good parent to your child. Honor your father and your mother. Be a good provider for your family. Turn the other cheek. Love your enemy. 
Don't commit adultery. And remember that anyone who looks at someone with lust in their heart is an adulterer already. Don't commit murder. And remember that anyone who has a moment of anger toward anyone is a murderer already. When your enemies attack you, give up. Love the people who don't love you back. And the hits just keep on coming. God routinely demands the impossible from us. Jesus Christ says in the worst sentence in the Bible, therefore you must be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. Impossible. But this is what God does. He demands the impossible from us, but then incredibly provides the way forward. Remember those five loaves and two fish. They weren't enough. And neither are we. But Jesus looks up to heaven, thanks God, and makes a way. Our God loves to do the impossible. It's his favorite thing. Bringing an enslaved nation out of Egypt? Difficult. Bringing them through the waters of the Red Sea? impossible. Our God makes the impossible possible. Healing a sick person? Difficult. Our God waits until Lazarus has been dead for three days and resurrects him. Impossible. Our God makes the impossible possible. Our God has given us a holy standard to live up to that we fail to reach. We fail on our impossible mission every single day. But every single day, Jesus succeeds for us. And every single day, a miracle happens. Jesus gives his success, his righteousness, his victory to us. In Christ... God accomplishes the impossible once again. A sinful person saved. You, me, redeemed, reconciled to God. Your impossible mission was laid on Jesus' shoulders. So every time you don't turn the other cheek, Jesus did. Every time you hate, Jesus loves. Every time you sin, Jesus carried it to the cross. Every time you try to climb that invisible ladder of Christian success to get to God and find yourself falling off once again, God sends Jesus Christ down to get to you. Every single time. A miracle every single time. So today and every day, as you consider the failures of your life, the failures to be a good parent, the failures to be a good daughter or son or friend or loved one or Christian or person, remember what we're here to celebrate every single day. The impossible miracles of Jesus' life given to you 
and to me. Amen.